Hello and welcome to episode 26 of Your Town Crime. This week we go to Thomasville, North Carolina. We talk a lot about chairs and Shannon talks about a crime spree that lasted nine days. As always, I'd like to thank podbean.com for getting our podcast out to you guys. I'd also like to thank podbelly.com for teaching us how to start a podcast. Go visit those websites for other cool podcasts and uh, for information on how to start one, just like I said. So thank you all for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey, Shannon, how you doing? I'm good, Jason. How are you? I'm good. Episode 26, Thomasville, North Carolina. We're back after a few weeks off, and we're a day late. Uh, <laughs> record, recording on a Wednesday night. Normally, we release these on Wednesday, but we've been busy. Listen, life is chaotic, okay? It is. Uh, <laughs> s- school's starting back. Uh, my son's starting next week. I had LASIK last week. I, I put that picture up last night, so... Uh, and he can see can so see. he says i yeah. haven't done a i can yet. see yeah <laughs> i can see i feel like i can see better and i better than i could with uh contacts so that's exciting it's still weird i, th- I wake up every morning thinking it's going to go away and all of a sudden i'm not going to be able to see again and um so i'm a little i'm still not used to it it's just yeah so that would weird. be weird and then when my eyes start to get dry i think you know it's time to take my contacts out but i don't have contacts in so yay yeah uh, i'm afraid i'm going to touch my eyes and i'm still t- afraid to touch my eyeballs because i, I wish to, i probably don't have to anymore right? I don't <laughs> no i have yeah. to put contacts in so. no i wish my husband would get lasik so i could stop finding dried up contacts behind yeah. the couch <laughs> for where <laughs> he like is sleeping and he just takes them out in his sleep and just, <laughs> just rolls them up and i like uh-huh. move the furniture and i'm like oh, okay that's cool that's there's hilarious. a there's a contact right there that's so funny i never did that i still have my last <laughs> pair of contacts though in my in my just solution. in case oh well, they're, they're in my okay. solution i took them out and i was like this is weird it's the last time i want to take them out and uh, i've still got them sitting on my on my vanity and i'm like this it'll be cool when weird. you're going on a trip and you don't have to I buy a solution or contacts yeah. and have to pack it and extra uh, yeah. just in case i've already thought of that and i've have, i've got contact solution at work now for Somebody else has forgotten theirs. I've got it. You know, it's just sitting there. It'll it'll probably be there until it's <laughs> bad. And I'll look at it one day and go, it's time to throw this away. It's been here for 10 years. So, yes, it's definitely nice. I, I, I can see things that, you know, I went to a baseball game. I saw fireworks. It was, uh, with you know, it's just. I don't remember. I I don't remember the world without corrective lenses. So mm-hmm. it's just, that's so cool. It's just cool. So uh, yeah. So hope y'all enjoyed the picture. It's <laughs> a, a little hard to put that out there. I don't know. It's a little weird <laughs> putting yourself out in pictures and stuff. And uh, not like it was very flattering. I'm standing there, <laughs> <laughs> hair net on and sunglasses inside. But yeah. Go uh, go check out. I'll plug Dr. Wolfson. He's a He's uh, he one knows of the what best. He's doing. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you're in Chattanooga or Chattanooga, yeah, if you're in Chattanooga, mm-hmm. you can go see him. Uh, Georgia, East Tennessee. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's down in Atlanta and goes up through East Tennessee too. And he's like does all the Falcons, football players, and and you know, so he's doing pilots, professional athletes. He's done like 400 optometrists. 
eye doctors, whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess they don't all have to be optometrists, but uh, so I felt felt like I was in good hands. Yes, that's all he does too. Like, uh-huh. He, uh huh. He he went over. He he learned to do it overseas before it, the FDA approved it here, and then when the FDA approved it, he came over here and was an expert when it, before it was a thing here. Really, right. so feel really good about it. And, uh, <laughs> so it was, far, so good. So far, so good. He's a. Uh, you know, he says if if I do what I'm supposed to do, then then everything will be fine. So he's already done his part. Mm-hmm. So, well, yay! Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess it's time to uh, to get into this one. All right. Okay. Let's just we're just gonna get into this one pretty pretty good. I know we we usually talk a lot, but life's busy. It's late, <laughs> and, and it's, yeah, it's late on Wednesday night. I've got to get this edited and out to you guys, and uh, got a busy day tomorrow. Uh, both of us do so uh, just hang with us it might be a little a little crazy here coming up we hope not we hope to get these out every Wednesday uh, just like normal uh, but just just hang with us and uh, no promises but uh, we're gonna do our best can I give a shout out to myself is that sure is that ahead. okay tomorrow's my birthday yeah oh Yay. wow happy birthday <laughs> so I mean if anyone wants to send me any cool gifts or gift cards to Target just yeah. go ahead Venmo you yeah. know it'd be fine <laughs> yeah yeah just uh get a hold of us on uh on uh, insta and we'll get you that stuff <laughs> we'll get your venmo address or whatever it's called yeah yeah all right okay. well, happy birthday thanks early Tw- 28 oh i wish 32 uh, 30? i wish 33 30? oh, yeah. 32 is close you're, just, you're 32 right now mm-hmm. so okay that's not that's not 33 old. is weird that's a weird number it's not fun yeah, well, <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> just hang on. You're going to be 40 in like three days. No. <laughs> it goes, 30s went by super fast. It, I don't remember them. It just I mean, was 35 like I 30 sounds cooler 40. than 33 to me. I guess. 33 is just one of those. Eh? Yeah, it's like, okay. I don't know if there is any, any more. Like, I don't, I have to think about how old I am now. Like, what's my age? What is, I'm, I'm 40 what? 42? <laughs> That makes sense, but I'm here. I saw a picture of my 10-year reunion uh, today, which was in 07, and I was like, wow. Your 10-year reunion, my 10-year reunion was, was in 07, yeah. Do you want me to tell you when I graduated? 06? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I was like, man, we felt, thought we were so old, you know? We're like, we've been out of school for 10 years, and we're just babies still, you know? So anyway, it's, uh, yeah, I'm getting closer to my thirty. Yeah. Whoa, Jason. I know. It's coming, it's coming, coming, well, coming at close. least you're getting your eyes fixed. You I still know. have your hair. Still have my hair. I'm like, yeah, I've got my hair's a little <laughs> long on top. I'm like, I got in my 40s. And I'm like, I still got my hair. I need to, well, I'm to grow it out a little bit. Like, I don't care if it's a little. Be able to do like, stuff with it. Yeah, I can. I know. So. I keep telling Ryan, I'm like, you should like do cool stuff while you can before. Yeah. You well, can. I don't know if I'm doing cool stuff, but I've got hair. So. <laughs> Anyway. Okay, uh, we are getting well, and it's right, my yeah, fault. Yeah, I said I wasn't going to talk, but happy birthday. Thanks. Yay. So everybody <laughs> send uh, happy birthday messages to her tomorrow. Yay. That'd be great. Uh, that, that'd be Thursday. Yes. So, yeah, happy birthday. Thanks. Okay. We've said that enough. <laughs> Thomasville. No, it's your birthday. <laughs> I know. We need Sorry. to say it constantly. There like, I'm going to interrupt it's the whole podcast <laughs> and keep saying it. <laughs> Okay, but seriously, what's going on in Thomasville? Thomasville is a well. Let's well, I, let's go back. Okay, 
before we get big into Thomasville. Okay, so I aimed for North Carolina uh, because we got a request from one of our listeners to uh, for an update on the, the Zara Baker uh, case from North Carolina. Uh, Zara, and that's not the case we're going to talk about because it wasn't from Thomasville, uh, but it was from about an hour and a half away. Um, and um, it was in Hickory, North Carolina. Uh, but Zara was from uh, Australia. She moved to uh, North Carolina with her dad. And um, this little girl just had, she, she, she died when she was 10. She was killed when she was 10. Um, she uh, had two bouts of cancer, had lost her leg. Uh, so she had a prosthetic leg and, and just had a tough life. Um, but as the, her dad married a, married a lady uh, named uh, Elisa, mm-hmm. uh, Elisa Baker. And she, um, she was convicted uh, for the murder of her, of her stepdaughter. Um, her, her mother was, was rough. Uh, she'd, she'd be married to, I think she was married to like three men at the same time. Elisa, Elisa the stepmother, the stepmother, okay. excuse me, had, okay. was married to like three, three men at the same time. And it was just weird. Like if you look at the stories and, and try to keep everybody straight, she was just with everyone. It was just so weird. Mm. Um, so there were people in the neighborhood that didn't even know that Zara uh, lived in the house. They didn't know that uh, her her father and stepmother even had had kids or had Which had her. You would think with her history and all that, they would right. because you would be taking her, you know, in and to out. Get they, up. they would see her. The 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 parents come in and out uh, during the day, and uh, you know, like normal, mm-hmm. and and didn't see her. Uh, the family that lived next door would hear they shared a wall and shared an attic. Um, you know, it was an apartment complex or whatever. They shared an attic space. You know, I guess you could get up there. There was, and uh, they would hear noises up there. And they looked one day, and it looked like somebody had been sleeping up there. So they think that maybe Zara had been been up there, uh, maybe put up there mm. for for whatever reason. Uh, evidently, there was some abuse going on, uh, and obviously later there there was that led to her death. Um, but anyway, her mother, um, her mother. Uh, was was convicted of second degree murder uh, for for her death, and she will be getting released here in a couple of years for that. What? But she's going right back to jail. She's got another sentence right after that for some drug charges. Oh. So it'll be a while before she's getting out. But she didn't get the she did she she only got like sixteen years or something like that. For did her. she admit to anything? Yeah, she did. Uh, she said that they didn't kill her, but they dismembered her body <gasps> and spread it out all over the county. And surround, yeah. So it's just all she's awful. saying they didn't, as in her and the father. Her and so the what's father, with the father? The Is father, he in jail? No, he's not in jail. He's living in Australia. Okay. So like his, he fled to Australia. No, his alibi checked out. Is what they said that they couldn't pin anything on him. Uh, they found uh, blood in both vehicles. Uh, what is happening? Yeah, he. <laughs> Good uh, Lord. Uh, yeah, there was. Yeah, it was just a. Uh, a very messed up case, uh, but there was justice, some justice. Not uh, enough. Not justice. enough. Yeah. Uh, they did. They found uh, the the stepmother led uh, police. That's one. That's the reason she got second degree and she's getting out is because she uh, she helped them find the body or parts of the body. Uh, she would lead them all over the place. They found the prosthetic leg and she would take them somewhere else and they'd find some bones. Uh, they didn't find the skull until 2013. Uh, you know, this was happening, uh, this happened in 2010. Uh, so 2013, they found her skull. Uh, 
Uh, so it's just a just a heartbreaking case. Did she say what happened, or they just found her? Like what what was her reasoning for dismembering her body? They they just they found her dead, and they probably had her. Uh, no, nobody really knows exactly what happened, but evidently there was some abuse somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like she, they Neglect had locked her up, neglected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they locked her up. Neglected Probably got her. She scared. Died. They got scared because they had neglected her. Uh, she died, and they, yeah, they, oh they chopped God, her up. Oh my God, those so. wretched people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a horrible story, um, and I don't think there's been enough justice for it, um, but. Hopefully. So the update is the stepmom is going to be released soon, but is going back to jail for drug charges. Right. Yeah. And then the dad is in Australia. In Australia. Like I said, that she's uh, she's getting out in in, not, in 2025. I think I said 26 earlier. So uh, sorry about that. A little correction there. Uh, but then after that, it's just a 10 year sentence for the drug charges. So I don't know how much of that she'll serve. If it's just 10 years, then it's 2035 when she gets out, which isn't long enough. Mm. Uh, so it's just a just a messed up case. Uh, hopefully, she gets some more justice. North Carolina has uh, strengthened laws for dismemberment. Uh, so, so those crimes are now a felony. Why that wasn't a felony before, oh I gosh. have no idea. But now it's a felony. So, um, so people who dismember bodies now uh, get stiffer penalties. Uh, that just blows my mind. That 2010 that wasn't a felony. In North Carolina, so uh, so yeah, so it's a sad story. Uh, the people of Hickory, North Carolina, have uh, have started scholarships for her. the Qantas Club uh, does things for her in her in her name, um, and there's memorials for her and things. So uh, the the town of Hickory really took care of her, and they and it was a it was a girl that that no one knew before that. They kept her hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't attend school there because uh, they had moved. Uh, she had she was in public school at one point, but they moved. Uh, moved and moved you know they kept getting evicted and for different reasons and um she was supposed to be homeschooled but wasn't and mm, fell through the cracks yeah and uh but hickory hickory is uh is remembering her um so uh it's just a sad case so uh, i'll uh, i'll post a link uh, to a story about the mother um uh, and her sentence and all that uh in her in her show notes so um but thanks for that. So we got that from a, a listener, and hopefully that 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 got you up to date. Um, if y'all would like to know anything else, uh, just let us know. Uh, we're going to try to hit the states. Uh, you know, we can't do everything. We you know, if we get a hundred, it's just a hundred requests. It's just going to be hard to hard to do. So, you know, we'll just do what we can. Uh, you know, we still want to keep the model of wherever we hit the hit with the mm-hmm. uh, the dart is where we're going to go and what we're going to talk about. So I can see why she wanted a, that pulled on her heartstrings. Yeah. Cause that's a sad story, especially if, I mean, you would think a story like that, you know, we would hear about it, right. you know, some stuff you, if it's like that, you hear about it. So yeah. I never heard about this until just now. I know there's uh you can uh, get on YouTube and watch some 60 minutes uh, episodes on it. Um, so it, it did get out there and in Australia, right? It wasn't the sixty minutes here, was it? Uh she had an accent. Okay. Uh, so I don't I don't know. But it it looked like I don't know. But it's uh you can definitely find some things about it. There's some updates on YouTube, uh, from the mother, uh, where they they interview her and uh so 
it's just real tough. But thank you so much for uh, for suggesting that to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, but now we'll get into Thomasville, which is not far from Hickory. Uh, they share a lot of the same similarities. Uh, the main one being furniture. Uh, North Carolina and this part of North Carolina is known for furniture. Okay, that's there's a cool. lot of furniture making there. Uh, has been for years and and still is. Uh, there's a lot of I don't know why, but mm. but there it's 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 a thing. So Thomasville, North Carolina, is in Davidson County. The population is about twenty six thousand. Uh, so that's pretty good, pretty good sized town. Yeah, uh, it's established in eighteen fifty two by John Warwick Thomas. Um, and this dude, he's a. I want to talk about him for a little while. There's a. There's obviously a lot of history there, uh, in this town from all the uh, the factories and things like that. But this this guy was was pretty neat, um, and and he started the town, and they named the town after him. Uh, he was born in 1880. Excuse me. <laughs> and he founded it. He founded. In he founded the town in 1852, and he was born in 1880. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know where that came from, but uh, he was born in 1800. Um, and uh, he came to Davidson County in 1817, so 17 years old. With a quick math there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for being <laughs> born in 1800. <laughs> so I can do that quick math. Uh, he came in. There was a lot of there was mining going on in this area then. Uh, they had gold and silver and, and other things, uh, other metals and and uh, ores and, and minerals and whatever. Um, and he got got there in 1817. Uh, met a girl in 1818. Uh, they eloped, ran off, and got married. And uh, a couple years later, in 1823, his father-in-law gave him gave him uh, quite a bit of land, and they built a house on that. Uh, so uh, from from there, with that land, he uh, he had a lot of land that helped him out uh, business-wise. Uh, he was getting into the mining uh, and, and the business of that. 1831, uh, he became a, a county representative in the North Carolina General Assembly. And then he became a senator uh, for the state in 1842, uh, 1848, 1854, and 1860. So he was a lifelong politician, uh, was on all kinds of boards and all kinds of stuff inside Thomasville. Um, He was part of the Whig Party, um, and they were all about internal improvements, like let's take care, we need to improve our infrastructure, improve our our towns, and, you know, grow Mm -hmm. uh, internally. Uh, I guess not really worried about, uh, you know, foreign affairs, uh, that kind of thing at the time. Uh, There's a Brent, you know, a new country, uh, you know, less than less than 100 years old at the time. Uh, so let's let's build this country up and build it strong. Uh, in 1849, uh, he voted for a bill uh, for a railroad to go from uh, Goldsboro to Charlotte. And it would pass two miles of his house, uh, pass two miles north of his house. So he, he's like, okay, it's going two miles north of my house. So he decided to buy a large chunk of land, like in the center of it was where the railroad was going to run through. So pretty smart. Mm-hmm. A little inside, insider trading there too because he's like, I right. know the railroad's coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I'm, I guess by this time everybody knew, but he jumped on it, bought some land, um, and then this is more insider trading kind of <laughs> kind of deal. He got a contract with his sons to build three different sections of the railroad. So he made money off the railroad. He bought bought land, and then got a contract to help build the railroad. Railroad. So um, he started the town in that land, built a large large frame store in the center 
of that land. Um, built a, a mill uh, near the eastern edge, and it was a grist mill and a lumber mill. And then October 23rd, 1852, uh, the Greensboro Patriot newspaper announced that uh, the gatherings at the Thomas Depot uh, for the Whig Party were going to be held. And uh, so on that date, in 1852, that's when they they they, they note as being the founding date for Thomasville. So they called it Thomas Depot in the paper, and I guess after that, there's like well, it's Thomas Depot, Thomasville kind of deal. Just kind of got named after him. Mm-hmm. Post office was built in 1853, 1857. It was incorporated, and uh, soon after that, he built a house on Main Street. And like the town, if you look at it on the map, Main the railroad runs right down main street okay um and the town is north and south is cut off by the by the The railroad by the tracks so i guess i don't know if there's a right side and the wrong side of the tracks to live (laughs) on but uh there's definitely railroad tracks out there in the middle of town it could definitely happen um two shoe manufacturers moved in uh got closer to the railroad uh there was also a uh, also a female seminary that moved in uh, they were about two miles away, but then they moved to Main Street because of the railroad. Mr. Thomas gave land for the Methodist Church where he went. He also gave land to the, for the Baptist for the Baptist Church, and um, he was also a Mason, so he gave land for the Mason uh, the Masonic Lodge. And then he died in 1871, and he was buried in the Thomasville Cemetery, which he also gave the town the land for okay he was very giving he was very giving yeah i mean he lived in this town and owned all of it i'm sure i'm sure he uh he got paid for a lot of the land Mm -hmm. in the area but he also uh gave a lot of it and i guess he could afford to well i'm glad Uh, they named it after him because that would have been (laughs) awful i know it if he would have let yeah there's no telling what would happen but uh he had uh in the, their house there on main street uh six sons and three daughters grew up in that house on main street oh my and, goodness uh, yeah Ooh. i know it and it's no longer there but there is a plaque uh, there on main street that that shows where it's at um all right so now that's a uh, that's mr john thomas uh so moving into the civil war which he was alive during i guess going back to that um it was very being on the railroad and being where it was in north carolina you know, Virginia's just north of there, of course. You know, your geography and Georgia's south of there in South Carolina. <laughs> There's a lot of lot of troop movement on the railroad, both mm-hmm. Union and Confederate. So there were some hospitals there. Um, uh, they they made hospitals in the churches, both the, the Baptist. I don't – now there's more – Evidently, there's just two churches, the Baptist and the Methodist back in the day. But both of them were used as hospitals and also the tobacco warehouse. Um and then the shoe factories made shoes for the war effort and for the Confederate uh, side. And, of course, the, you know, the railroad being right there, it was uh, troops were leaving, you know, just coming and going. And it was kind of where it was at. It was kind of in a central, central part that you could get away from some of the battles at one point. Um, but it was, uh, it was, it was a, a very useful place uh, during the war. And um, the, there's Union and Confederate bodies both buried uh side by side in thomasville cemetery yeah. so that was that was odd usually they weren't buried in the same place mm-hmm. especially side by side but you can go through the cemetery and it's just 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 everybody yeah. uh just right there there's not a special place for union soldiers and, and a special place for confederate soldiers so 
that's uh that's unique so getting into the furniture that's being made in the area uh they think that long bill whitehart was uh, the first person to make furniture in the area and he was making chairs at his house so long bill whitehart long bill whitehart yeah so i don't know what kind of first name long is i've heard last name so mm-hmm. and it, it seems like that most people that started started making it in their house or in their on their property uh all right so ds westmoreland he also started making chairs at his house in 1866 uh, and then he built a factory on randolph street in 1879 uh, but it burned down in 1897 and they didn't rebuild it uh, but some of the some of the furniture factories that were there over the years were standard chair uh, lambeth furniture thompson chair uh, queen chair company lots and, of chairs yeah a lot of chairs yeah <laughs> and the kramer furniture and that was they said that was the south's second largest furniture company uh, in existence at the time uh, from in 1916 they said 2000 chairs were being made a day uh, in thomasville wow so yeah and uh, let's see 1909 uh, the jewel and amazon cut cotton mills were were came to town and uh, so textiles became a thing um, so they started and there was in 1913, there was Sellers Hosiery Mill started. In 1916, Thomasville Hosiery Mill started. So, you know, you started having hosiery mills, textiles going on, and I'm sure there was things going on with the furniture industry mm-hmm. uh, that mixed mixed together. and tied together. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, you mentioned that there's a lot of chair factories. Well, there is a landmark that everybody in Thomasville and everybody around Thomasville knows about. Is it a huge it. chair? It is exactly a huge <laughs> chair. It's called the Big Chair. And they actually call Thomasville Chair Town or Chair City USA okay. uh, kind of deal. So it's, uh, it's a 30-foot Duncan Fife armchair, which is a, a style of armchair. It was built in 1922 by the Thomasville Chair Company, and it was made out of lumber and Swiss steer hide. So it had, like, real leather on it. And it was outside, but it didn't last forever. <laughs> so sure. they scrapped it in 1936. And then in 1951, they're like, hey, we missed our big chair. <laughs> so they built a concrete one in it that looks like a real chair, like a wooden chair. Uh, and it's still there. And it was in 18, 1960, uh, LBJ, uh, Lyndon Johnson, Lyndon Johnson, he came through uh, on a whistle stops tour and I made a speech there in front of the world's largest chair. Oh. Yeah. They still call it the world's largest chair, and they said that there's other towns uh, that have built bigger chairs. <laughs> I don't know. Why would you do that? I don't Well, <laughs> uh, up the road in High Point, North Carolina, which is another, if you know anything about furniture, there's another uh, big furniture town. And I think there might even be a, a yearly, like a, there's a sale there or like a convention or something like a big – furniture thing i worked at a couple of furniture stores back back in my younger days <laughs> and i think they would go to high point to to like a, a show or something where okay. all the new stuff would come out but anyway high point has the largest chest chest of drawers chester drawer chester drawer oh <laughs> uh, that's so hard to say chest i can't say it when i'm trying to say it chest of drawers yeah chest okay. of drawers <laughs> drawers <laughs> Though when I say drawers, I always think uh, that's the way I always say it in the south, in the south is drawers. Uh-huh. Like, uh, but up up north, I think of this old house, and uh, 
Norm Abram that's on this old house, and he had the New Yankee Workshop. Do you know who that guy is? No. No? Oh, man, he's awesome. But he always says draws, like this uh, New England accent. Uh-huh. It's, it's like drawers. <laughs> it sounds like drawers or drawer. It's, it's different. It's a lot I different. I feel like that's the same thing. <laughs> drawer. It's drawer and drawer. <laughs> I know, but, but I still my, said it with a southern accent. Yeah, like I just, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> what else is it? What no? drawers? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We call those. That's what we call underwear too. Drawers <laughs> down here. So, I don't call it that. <laughs> some people do. <laughs> some people do. Anyway, chest the largest chest of drawers. <laughs> still tripping over that word somehow is in high point, but Thomasville has the largest chair. All right, <laughs> let's get back on track jason that is so random yeah both of those towns i mean it's really cool it could be known for worse things right. but anyway <laughs> if you go to thomasville uh now uh the factories that are there is still a big furniture town uh, you can go to thomasville furniture and cabinets is still a thing uh, you can go to thomasville.com and see things and and follow them on instagram and all kinds of stuff so it's still a still a big furniture town um another big uh, company there's the old dominion freight so if you if you're from I don't know if that's nationwide or not or if they have that's where they're out of so hmm. we see them all the time around here right. I think I've unloaded a couple of those trucks so that's a uh, old Dominion's there and um, if you go to Thomasville uh, the railroad uh, passenger depot that is there it's one of the oldest frame depots that's still in North Carolina uh, it was built in 1870 between 1870 and 1871. But in 1912, they moved it across the street or across the tracks uh, because they needed to build a bigger building. Uh, they built a bigger brick depot for the passengers. And this became just kind of like a, an office kind of place. Uh, Southern Railway gave uh, this building, this depot, to the town. And then the Historic Society uh, restored it in 1969. And then again in the 1990s and in 2000, it became the town's visitor center. While you're there at the depot, you're going to be standing in the middle of the Thomasville Downtown Historic District. And there's 46 bu- buildings in that district and uh, some other structures uh, that, that are in the Central Business District. And it, they were all built between 1871 and 1938. So that's pretty neat. I served on our Historic Zoning Commission here in town. And um, that was, that. of course I did. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it, I'm a history nerd a little bit. So... Uh, <laughs> So that's a neat thing that they have this. They also have another historic district on Randolph Street, and uh, I talked about that earlier. One of the furniture uh, buildings was built there. Uh, there's only 10 buildings in that district, and it's a, it's a lot of the old furniture buildings and uh, some of the freight things. So so that's uh, Thomasville in a nutshell. There's some... Uh, <laughs> There's some famous there's uh, some famous people that are they're from there. Ooh, who? Uh there's a dude that played on the thirty two Yankees. Uh, his name was Johnny Allen. And he uh pitched for the Yankees and it was cool. I read about him a little bit. Like thirty two Yankees, he won the world they won the World Series that year. He was a bell like a bellhop. And uh and he had to go to the room of a of a pitcher and he's like I play pitcher. I am. I play pitcher. I, I play. play. <laughs> I play. I'm a baseball player. I'm a pitcher. Uh-huh. And he was talking to a pitcher, and like the, I guess the guy's like, this dude knows what he's talking about. Get him. He on. says he can do something. I'm gonna. We'll give him a shot. So uh-huh. he got, you know, talked the higher ups into giving him a giving him a shot, 
and he ended up being a major league pitcher. That's awesome. And he was from from down there in Thomasville, and uh, so anyway, he was a pitcher. Ended up coming back and being a, an umpire uh, around North Carolina and uh, some of the leagues around there. But I thought that was a pretty cool story. That is cool. Yeah. So there's some other guys. Uh, this is NASCAR country also. So uh, let's see. Uh, Brian Vickers is from there. There's another older uh, back in the day. Larry Thomas was a NASCAR driver that died several years ago. I don't. I've, I've never heard of him, but he died young uh, in a car wreck, not during a race. But uh, but Brian Vickers, he's a uh, he's current or has been current in the last. I haven't watched NASCAR in 20 years. So yeah. So they my are. dad used to watch it, and I never understood it. Hours of yeah. just watching vehicles. Going it was, a uh, it's, it's changed a lot. Um, I kind of wa- watched for a little while after Dale Earnhardt died. Yeah, but, I uh, do remember that. Yeah, so, but it, things changed anyway. That's a different story, too. Uh, so, there's a, there's a lot of NFL players, some other NMLB players, um, uh, baseball pit players, and uh, so. Uh, Lots of good stuff yeah, in Thomasville. There is. It's a, it is a nice town, a nice downtown. A historic district they take care of their old buildings they take care of their history and uh, keep everything as beautiful as they can so it's a great place to visit if you're from there so or if you're from north carolina or passing through it's not far from from i-40 and it's not far from charlotte you're going to be going right through this area so mm-hmm. it's not not hard to get to at all so awesome. all right so shannon i guess we'll go to you okay on October 29th, 2015, a retired military man, Davy Lee McSwain, who was 82, and his wife Joan, she was 78, were at their home in Thomasville when Joan noticed a man's car was broke down by their house. The car belonged to a man named Lloyd Wayne Franklin. He was 34 in 2015. Unbeknownst to the was a troubled man who had been in and out of jail, had some drug issues, like he wasn't a good guy to have break down in, break front, down of yard, in front of yeah. your yard. Yeah. In the early morning hours on the 29th, between 7 and 10 a.m., Joan noticed that this man, Franklin, was in their carport. Their carport was around the back of the house. So it wasn't on the side, but it was in the back. So, you know, she that right. would be off-putting to see someone in the back of your house, you know. Authorities believe that Franklin was trying to force his way into the house from the carport through a door when he was met with the military vet, who's 82, a gun, Davy's gun. So, that's awesome. That's, I mean, you know, you're an intruder, like, shoot first, ask questions later. You're in North Carolina, you're in the South, you're... Yeah. Well, it doesn't have to be just in the South. Right. You're breaking somebody's house. Yeah. It's fair game. Fair game, yeah. <laughs> Davy shot Franklin twice, hitting him in the left shoulder, and the other bullet grazed over his right, his other shoulder on the right side, causing a superficial on that side. Mm. So you would think the story ends there. He runs away he, or falls off. Yeah, he I've like... Been shot. He's yeah. hurt. He's got a gunshot wound on both shoulders. You it's know, time it's, to stop. This wasn't a good over, idea. right? <laughs> yeah. But somehow, Franklin was able to overpower Davy and Joan, and he brutally murdered them. Mm. Now, this was a thing that 
was a little odd to me. And I really, I did. I looked multiple different places. So someone from Thomasville, or if you know about this, let me know because I'm just curious. But through the research, I never found out exactly how Franklin killed the couple. I don't know if he got the gun that Davey had or if he found some, you know, I'm not really sure how that happened. But the sheriff on the case said that the retired military vet did a pretty good job. And that's, he quoted, I'm quoting him by saying he did a pretty good job at defending himself. So whatever, it was a struggle and a fight. And he gave it his best being 82. Right. Yeah. I've, I've heard stories like that in the, you know, these young guys getting a hold of old vets Mm -hmm. and just getting whooped. Yeah. That's, that's good. So I'm glad. And I hate the guy that, I hate the guy that passed away and him and his wife. And uh, this, the stories that I read where they were just a sweet couple who yeah. would be out in their yard a lot and they were retired just trying to enjoy, right. you know, life, life outside yeah. of work. and Not much life left and they're going to enjoy it. Right. And, and some idiot comes by. And just some random act of a car breaking down and just the wrong person right. at the wrong time. Uh, the couple's son found their bodies later that night after checking on them, and he immediately called author- authorities, of course. Police believe that after Franklin ransacked the home, so he went through their house, stole stuff, took what he wanted, he then stole the couple's minivan and picked up his girlfriend, Jennifer Laning. The two left Thomasville, going on a massive crime spree. So they were robbing CV, CVS drugstores for pills and gas stations and all sorts of stuff. The couple were on their way to Philadelphia. So they, I don't, I believe Franklin knew some people and maybe had grown up in Philadelphia somewhere. On their way though, they see a hitchhiker and they decide they're going to pick him up because he can help them somehow. He's going to help them pay for gas and food and maybe help them steal what they need to get to Philadelphia. Because hitchhikers are known to have lots of money. Right. (laughs) So when they got to Philadelphia, the suspects were at a hotel with a third person that police were about to serve a warrant to in the hotel room. And I tried to, I was looking to see like, why would police... Like, how would they know this third person's in the hotel room? Like, how, you know, and he's with this couple. Like, what's going on there? But apparently it's normal for police to go through uh, motel logs. Like, go oh, okay. to motels yeah. and, like, go through their logs daily. And so if they find a name right. where they've signed in and it's on their list, they'll do a search warrant. And so see these bad people met up with other bad people on the road. Well, the Just third quit. person was the hitchhiker that they picked up. So he signed the hotel log. Police put it under your name. Yeah. So police, they didn't know that this hitchhiker was wanted. (laughs) So a random act, karma came back to them and picking by picking up this guy to do their like dirty work. So police came to serve the warrant. The suspects then barricaded themselves into the hotel room where the SWAT team was then called. Franklin shot himself in the head prior to the SWAT team entering the room. Franklin and his girlfriend were able to evade police for nine days, though, like from the murder, like nine days they went. And it was upsetting to the community, a smaller, you know, they don't know where he's, where this couple's at. They don't know. They're still in town or they, 
Yeah. Right. They didn't understand this elderly couple who's real sweet. Like, was this on purpose? Like, it was this random. Like, no one really knew. So that would be awful for nine right. days. So, like I was saying, just like the random chance of Franklin's car breaking down in front of the McSwain's house, he got the karma that he had coming by picking up that random hitchhiker that eventually got him caught. And he took the easy way out by right. shooting himself in the head and not answering any right. anything that he did. Um, but it ultimately helped catch the killer of the sweet couple in Thomasville. Yeah. And the girlfriend did go to jail, but not for, not for yeah, because she wasn't there right. for the murder. She was just picked up. But she so went to jail for going through multiple states yeah. stealing stuff. Hmm. I always, <laughs> after every episode, I'm like, what went wrong in these people's lives? Well, they had, they did this stuff. Like, just be nice to everybody. I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I wasn't taught. I guess that, that was, that might be the thing. They just weren't taught anything. Yeah. They didn't in have my mind, parents that taught them right from wrong because their parents were doing it wrong. Yeah, it could be. It could be a multitude of different things happening. But also, I'm like, oh. If you see someone's car broke down, you know, yeah, know. You like one of yeah. I mean, I live out on a, <laughs> you know, people drive by my house. I live out on a, in a, on a country road, and we've had people we have people pull in our driveway, mm-hmm. and it's just weird. It's, you just never know. And my wife, they, you know, I've got a I've got a, a nightlight that the motion light that comes on, and mm-hmm. it got ripped down one night. You know, just somebody pulled in my driveway and didn't like that that light came on well i'd like to know when somebody's on my property yeah i'm not going to go pull into somebody else's driveway and just sit there Mm -hmm. and people will pull in their driveway and just sit if if that light wasn't there yeah right until you know (laughs) it's creepy and i have major trust issues after it's creepy but i don't you know i'm not going to go to a town inside a town and and pull in somebody's driveway and just sit but they think Mm -hmm. because i'm out in the country they can't yeah so anyway somebody ripped it ripped the light and i've got a little doorbell thing it lets me know when somebody's in the driveway. And they ripped it off. My wife's like, are you not going to go after him? I said, no, I'm not going to go after him. She will, though. She was laying in bed. She's like, you're going to go after him? No, I'm not. <laughs> Why not? And people. I said, do you know how many people were in that truck? Mm-hmm. No. Well, I know at least two of them were in there. And I don't know how big they are. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big boy, but I don't know how big they are. Yeah. I don't know if they – I don't know how – well, what's they obviously don't respect my property, so mm-hmm. they don't respect me already. So, what am I going to do when I catch them? Mm-hmm. I, are you going to have to fight them? No, <laughs> you're not. I'm going to have to fight them. What well, if they got guns? I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> so anyway, it's just yeah, it's just a weird thing. And if somebody's, but if somebody was broke down in my driveway, you know, and I could tell her, I would want to go. I would go help them. Yeah. If I, if I know about it, you know. Yeah. It's just so you just wonder like. Why did his car have to break down in front of their house? And why did he go to the back? Like, why? You know, just so random. It wasn't planned. What goes from, and what 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 kind of person's mind goes from my car broke down and I need help to I'm I'm going to try to break in Mm -hmm. and then hurt someone, right? Kill two people. I mean, for one, they're not smart. They can't get away. Mm -hmm. Like, why? How does it's just so bizarre people's thinking was the car really broke down it's what it that's what i, I mean you know they might have acted like it was broke down well, I mean, it's just it just doesn't make sense well it must have been because he stole their van yeah 
So or his or he didn't want his. He's information. not too smart. He probably thought I can get away in their van. They won't know us. Me if Maybe. I'm in their van. Maybe. Was makes even less sense. <laughs> so I don't know. All right. So I know. We we're trying to make understand. sense of an idiot murderer uh, from an awful person. So uh, we just can't do it. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's not the norm. It doesn't. We can't fathom why. Mm-hmm. So. All right, but that doesn't define Thomasville. We say this every time. Thomasville is a beautiful town. Uh, they have wonderful furniture, beautiful furniture. Uh, they have a, a, a cool downtown. Uh, so go check out Thomasville. Don't let this scare you away. It's just one case. Uh, not this isn't th- something that goes along goes goes on a lot. So uh, so go visit Thomasville. It's pretty cool. When you go there, you can uh, you can visit. Of course, go to the to the big chair. <laughs> and uh, check that out. Um, there's antique stores around there. Uh, a lot of nice, uh, you know, there's furniture stores, obviously. Uh, boutiques, that kind of thing. Uh, you can also go up the up the road to High Point and see the, the world's largest chest of drawers. I said <laughs> drawers. That R wants to turn into a W. Uh, so uh, it's just a... It's a nice place. A lot of mom and pop restaurants, uh, meet and three kind of place, places, and uh, uh, you know burger places, pizza places. Just uh, you can have a good time if you're stopping, stopping Thomasville on your travels. Uh, you're not going to have, you're not going to be disappointed. I don't think so. Well, we thank y'all for listening. Uh, thank you all so much for July. July was our biggest month so far. Um, you know, with we know we've been a little sporadic lately, especially the summer. You know, we had three weeks where we didn't even really release an episode, and then here we're, we're you know we're going a day late, kind of changed the days, doing some different things. Has it been three weeks? No, 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 no. Oh, it's okay. Just been, just we at... skipped one week, but okay. when when my boy was born, mm-hmm. we we had three weeks off there. So June there wasn't a lot of new episodes, uh, but uh, they understand. Yeah, I know y'all do, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we we are real people with real lives, working every day and uh, trying to fit this in our busy schedules and got all kinds of things going on. Uh, so thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we do this for free. Um, hopefully, you know one one. Hopefully day, not forever. Yeah, some, <laughs> somewhere down the road, uh, we hopefully we get a little bit at least you know get some nicer chairs or something. I don't know. Thomasville. Thomasville, yeah, we oh. need to hit Thomasville. Hook us up with some nice yeah, uh, chairs. Yeah, we do. My back is comfy, hurting. <laughs> comfy chairs to sit in while we do the podcast. Of course, I could, you know, do something a little bit better down here. We're in my basement, and it has not changed at all I since like we started. There's <laughs> junk everywhere. So, uh, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening. We do appreciate it. We're growing. Uh, more people are listening. Uh, it's kind of getting out in our, our small town a little bit, which is kind of scary but uh but we've had i've seen some things on just you know going through facebook where people are talking about us and i don't even know she hasn't even said anything to me like i don't even know if she really knows it's me i don't know you think probably probably but we appreciate that everyone's been so nice shout out to stephanie um you know me (laughs) okay so you can you can ask me about it uh, (laughs) next time you see me i see i see her in town but stephanie said something on facebook the other day so shout out to you thanks for listening and thanks for <laughs> thanks for giving us some some love on facebook yes and for being so sweet yeah also it's my turn to throw the dart it is so where are you going atlantic ocean again <laughs> are you hitting nantucket or something i might try the pacific ocean <laughs> okay shannon where'd you hit 
Robinson, Illinois. There you go. You said you were aiming for it. I was. I was you, aiming for Illinois. One throw, you didn't hit the Atlantic Ocean yeah. at all. You had the entire country to aim for. I closed my left eye and really tried to focus. Oh, good. good. <laughs> so it's a small town in Illinois, right on the border with uh, Indiana. Uh, but there, we did find a crime. Mm-hmm. So we'll tell you about that on our next episode. Thank you all again for listening. Uh, you can find us at yourtowncrimepodcast.com. That's our website. Of course, so you all know what .com means. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us. Uh, we did get the email about Zara on our email, uh, which is yourtowncrimepod at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on Instagram at yourtowncrimepod, on Twitter at crime underscore town, Facebook at Your Town Crime Podcast. But Insta is where it's at. Insta is where it's at. Uh, Twitter, I'll post some stories every once in a while. Uh, one of the latest things I posted, uh, there's a body farm in Knoxville uh, that some of you guys might have heard of if you're really into to true crime. Um, uh, Dr. Ball uh, from, from UT, University of Tennessee, he has a body farm and people donate bodies and he would take uh, donated bodies and bury them in different areas uh different depths uh and different you know trunks of cars all kinds of stuff to investigate and to research decomposition, decomposition mm-hmm. and be able to learn and and so he's and this guy's getting he's getting pretty old i think he might be in his 90s now hmm. definitely in his 80s he's getting up there and he's he's helped solve lots of crimes so anyway i linked a few stories to that uh, on Twitter recently, so uh, if you want to go check that out, it's very interesting. That's uh, so cool. Yeah, and it is so cool. You can find, weird. yeah, it is weird, and uh, I know where it's at. Uh, I think everybody from around Knoxville kind of mm-hmm. knows where it's at, uh, but you know, it's guarded. Of course, it's fenced off, and you can't really get in there. Uh, but and I don't know why you want to, but it's a thing, and it, he has done done some good, uh, done some good for uh, for humanity. We could see if we could get him on the podcast and interview him. Oh, I don't know if we could do him That'd justice. So cool. I, I have heard him on heard him on some podcasts and and uh, and on well on the radio, uh, 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 one of the talk stations out of Knoxville. Uh, you can definitely find some things on YouTube from him if you want to check really that out. Cool. Yeah, it would. Yeah, Doctor Bass. I'm sorry, I said ball. Excuse me, it's Doctor Bass. I, I, I apologize, Doctor Bass. So look that up on. Uh, YouTube, um, and it's a very neat. And uh, check us out on Twitter there too. Like I said, so you can link to that story and then find all all you want to about him. And uh, very interesting guy. So check that out again. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week, uh, hopefully back on Wednesday, and uh, and we'll we'll see you all then. Bye. Bye. <laughs>